0: With Maisie safely and happily ensconced in her grandmother's arms, Louisa took the two buses necessary to get from Hammersmith to Rutland Gate. She considered telephoning ahead, but if circumstances truly were as Nancy described in her note, then she was bound to be with her parents at their London residence. Nor would any of them leave the house so long as news might reach them there, Louisa picked up a newspaper to read on the bus, but as she flicked through, she could see no headlines about Decker. Either she hadn't been missing very long, or they had managed to keep it quiet. When Louisa first worked for the Mitfords, they'd been living in a very pretty house in Oxfordshire, Astall Manor, which had since been sold, much to everyone's regret. Lord Reedsdale built a new house, Swinbrook, which Nancy insisted on calling Swinebrook. It was generally agreed to be too cold and too severe, and the family had sold it a few months before, stranding them, so Nancy claimed, in London. Even Nanny Blaw, who'd looked after them all since Nancy was six, had moved to Rutland Gate. The thought of Blaw made Louisa a smile, She'd have liked her for her own Maisie, not that she could entertain that idea for a second. It had been hard enough persuading Mrs. Sullivan that she, Louisa, was going to work with Guy, let alone that she might employ someone to live in the house and look after Maisie while she did so. Louisa jumped off the bus outside the Albert Hall and walked the last stretch fast. It was bitterly cold, with a wind that snapped at her ankles like a terrier. The house, with its stack seven stories, fronted out onto a small cul-de-sac, close to the wide green spaces of Kensington Gardens and Hyde Park. Louisa walked up the steps and knocked firmly. She was not arriving as a servant today. It was a maid who opened the door, however, a young girl in a blue and white toile de Jouy dress with plain linen apron, the uniform that Lady Reedsdale favoured for her staff. Louisa walked into the hall, relieved to feel its warmth, and took off her hat, fluffing her hair a little. Would you tell Mrs. Rod that Mrs. Sullivan is here? Yes, ma'am. The maid ducked out of view for a minute or two before she came back. I'm to take you through, ma'am. Follow me, please. Louisa had never worked in this house. Even when she'd stayed there the night before her wedding to Guy, it had been in the former coach house attached at the back. But she had visited Nancy and her mother there a few times before, so was reasonably familiar with it. She expected to be taken into the library, but was instead led up to the first floor where the drawing room was situated, a rather larger room. Louisa soon realized why the meeting was taking place there it seemed that almost the entire family was present. Nancy ran up to Louisa and kissed her on both cheeks, with even more effusiveness than usual. Oh, darling, I'm so pleased to see you. As you can see, we're all in bits. Louisa looked around to see the evidence of this. Lady Reedsdale perched on a narrow armchair by the fire, dressed in a plain skirt and twinset in navy. Her face drawn and pale. She did not stand, but acknowledged Louisa with a nod. Lord Reedsdale was leaning on the mantelpiece, one hand in his pocket, looking rather older than Louisa remembered. His long, lean figure was dressed as elegantly as always, but his face was gaunt, and his hair now the steel grey of a pan scrubber. He gave a grunt that could be loosely interpreted as a greeting. Louisa did not blame either of them for their abruptness. They were not people given to changing their view of the world, and former servants becoming equals in their drawing room was a bridge too far. Tom Mitford, their only son in a family of six daughters, was smoking a cigarette in a chair by the window. He turned and gave Louisa a high, his hand in the air, before he resumed his position, gazing listlessly at the street. Debo came up too, just behind Nancy, the youngest of them all. She was in that sweet phase between being a girl and a woman, a touch plump and uncertain.